Welcome back into 910 AM Superstation. We are live today on Car Radio down at the Detroit Grand Prix, uh, getting ready for the big race uh, this afternoon, uh, IndyCar race at 3.30. Uh, we're we're going to take you right up to the live broadcast here on 910 AM. I'm joined by Robin Warner um, uh, with uh, Robin Warner YouTube channel. Uh, I'm Henry Payne, uh, auto columnist for the Detroit News. Really, really enjoying this uh, first uh, downtown Detroit uh, Grand Prix in, since 19, what, 1992, I think, Nin- 91, 92, somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, really, really, uh, really cool to be, be back down here and, and uh, see all the racing and, and, uh, and see the excitement. Uh, from from these drivers. So um, you've been following the series this year. This is the third street course race they've had. Uh, any street course stars uh, that that you think uh, are emerging here, or could anybody win this thing? I I really think it could be anybody. That's one of the things that I absolutely love about any car is, you know, almost always we get seven eight races into the season and we have seven or eight different winners when uh when it goes on and you know there's so many different teams that can uh maximize what happens here and you know have a great weekend and so uh you know to see uh chip ganassi at the front isn't a surprise but boy oh boy having pole position certainly not a bad thing it is far from a guarantee of a race win here so you know, keep an eye out for Meyer Shank Racing, for Dale Coin Racing, for AJ Foyt Enterprises. Those teams, they could uh, definitely stand out here. I, I, I uh, had a little bit of time uh, earlier uh, this week with uh, Marcus Armstrong, who's one of these drivers who is specific to uh, road courses and street courses. Yeah, sure. And, and he has been very quick uh, here. Uh, did not race Indy uh, last weekend. His his seat was uh, taken by Takuma Sato, who is an oval specialist uh, for for um, uh, for the Ganassi team. Two-time Indy 500 winner himself. Yeah, and uh, and and Marcus Armstrong's uh, looking very good here. I, I sat down with him uh, earlier this week. Um, uh, Obrey, our producer, I think has uh, that interview. Uh, teed up here. That's uh, um, uh, interview uh, uh, 73 there, Obrey, and uh, this is Marcus Armstrong anticipating uh, this this weekend's race. It's Henry Payne with 9:10 a.m. The Superstation down in the uh, suites just above the pit lane here at the uh, Detroit Grand Prix. They're getting set up here. We're joined by Marcus Armstrong, who is uh, a, uh, a driver for Chip Ganassi team. Marcus, how are you? Uh, yeah. Um, no, I'm good, mate. I'm uh, sitting here in the sun here in Detroit, overlooking the grandstands. Um, it's yeah, it's a beautiful day, nice and warm. I always like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this weekend's race. It's um, it's always uh, been an interesting race in the past at Belle Isle, and uh, now obviously it's a different venue, challenging circuit, but um, that always uh, chaos, catastrophe breeds opportunities. So it's going to be fun. 
Yeah, we're really excited about this in Detroit. We've been racing uh, out on Belle Isle for uh, the last couple decades, but this this uh, race started uh, downtown uh, as the Detroit Grand Prix is a Formula One race, and uh, it's kind of cool uh, for you. You kind of came out of uh, the European world from Formula Two. You're in the Ferrari uh, program, I believe, the F1 program. So, uh, kind of cool to to have somebody like you coming over from Europe and seeing the Detroit Grand Prix for the first time. Yeah, indeed. Um, look, I've been impressed so far. It's um, like I said, it's a very different track to what I would be used to overseas. I'm slowly becoming used to it, having raced a, a few of the street circuits here already. Um, but like I said, it's um, it looks to be a very bumpy circuit and uh, a lot of different um, concrete and tarmac um, surfaces, which to, to be really boring for you it gives us a very odd feeling in the car so adjusting quickly to those grip changes is going to be the key um, and dealing with the bumps as well because uh, yeah yeah. yeah, welcome to Detroit. Worst roads in the United States. So it, it's always amazing to us uh, that you guys can uh, race the street circuit here at all. I mean, they got on the on the on the pit straight or the the main straight, which is about as long a straight as uh, as the Road America uh, pit straight. There's 185 manhole covers on that straight that they got to make sure are screwed down because you guys are going to be going down that straightaway at about 185 miles an hour. What do you figure? Yeah, probably quicker than that. Um, well, I I really hope they do a good job of doing that because our cars, the bottom of the car is essentially a vacuum, you know, with the diffuser. It sucks the car to the ground, which, in other words, sucks the concrete into the car. So hopefully it is, everything is well tied down. Um, I'm, I trust it will be. Um, it's all part of the fun. It's obviously a new venue. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. No, it, it, it'll be better than Sebring. I guarantee you that. I've, I've raced at Sebring, raced sports cars at Sebring, and uh, in the old days of Sebring, you'd actually get concrete chunks would come up uh, through the floor of your car. So I guarantee you the Penske guys have uh, done, done a good job around this place. You're, you're one of uh, uh, three New Zealanders uh, in this race series. you got you got uh, Bruce McLaughlin and, and Scott Dixon. Scott Dixon, I believe, is a teammate at Ganassi. Uh, what, what's it like being over here on the other side of the world from... Uh, your Kiwi home. Yeah, I, to be honest, I've lived in New Zealand for quite a while. Uh, as you can tell by my accent, it's just a mix of everything at this point, um, which is not good. But uh, I lived in um, Italy for five years with the Ferrari Academy, like you mentioned. And then I've uh, obviously been to and from the UK quite a bit uh, throughout the past 10 years. So um, the last time I was living in New Zealand would have been probably nine years ago. Um, but uh, good. You didn't have to worry about the pandemic then. You were you were you were well clear of New Zealand during the pandemic. Actually, I went back to New Zealand during the pandemic. <laughs> um, but uh, no, um, Scott, the two Scots, I've been watching from a from from a distance for a long time since I was young. Scott Dixon, in particular, I think has been. Um, he's. Uh, don't know if you've heard of him, but he's kind of a big deal. Um, <laughs> he's yeah, he's not bad. He's very, very, very talented and um, very well known in New Zealand. His face is plastered on every single go kart club rooms you can possibly think of. So I um, I have always watched him uh, since I was young. And then obviously Scott McLaughlin was unbeatable when he was in V8 Supercars. Um, 
him and Shane Van Gisbergen, two Kiwis, were, were the guys to beat. And um, and him coming to IndyCar is, is amazing and getting to race him wheel to wheel. And um, I really do enjoy like that sort of that side of it. You know, I'm, I'm a historian of the sport, so um, racing against older older people that I've watched from a young age means a lot to me. Yeah, that's uh, it's got to be uh, fun for you uh, to race against Dixon, as you say. You're 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 a young guy, you're a rookie in the series uh, this year, and 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 it's kind of cool about the series racing in general. There are a lot of uh, 40-year-olds out there racing uh, these days. F1 tends tends to trend younger. Alonso, uh, Fernando Alonso is an exception to the rule, but it seems like the series over here encourages uh, guys sticking around. You got Elio Castroneves, who I think is what he's about 65, I think. Uh, just uh, got his uh, senior citizens pass. I, I don't think he's 65, but uh, more like 48, I think. Uh, he's, but you're right. Uh, the average age of the drivers here is is a bit older than Europe. Um, I think that is slowly changing um, with the arrival of people like myself and. Callum Eilat, Christian Lungard, uh, quite a few Europeans are now looking at IndyCar as, um, well, an amazing place, a destination to race. So a lot of European guys are pushing to get over here. And I think that over the next five years, you know, we could see a lot more younger dudes over, well, younger guys my age. And, um, but yeah, like, like I was saying before, racing against guys like Helio um, and, you know, Pagno, and uh, I'm struggling to think of the names right now, but uh, if they ever come to me, willpower, um, you know, that's, that's very special. And and, uh, and and what we love about this series uh, in the states is is that it is it uh, uh, we're going to have to get our foaling rules here in a minute. We're going to go uh, uh, bowling with footballs, which is a little strange. But um, uh, the the the, uh, the series is has such a variety of tracks. You're racing ovals. You're racing street courses. Uh, you're racing road tracks. You're coming in as a rookie and, and just racing the road courses and the street courses. But I imagine you, you're pretty uh, anxious to get on the ovals too. Yes, that's a completely different ball game, uh, the ovals, and something that I've been really interested in for many years. I haven't tried it mainly just because the ovals are not common anywhere else in the world, uh, and uh, this is my first season in, in America, so um, I, I really do want to try it. Um, it's something that I'm not, you know, I, I don't have experience on, so there's going to be a there's certainly going to be a learning curve, and uh, you know what better place to learn uh, than Chip Ganassi Racing with with the guys that I have as teammates. You guys are coming off the Indy 500. Uh, Takuma Sato was uh, was racing, uh, sort of the designated oval guy. You coming in here uh, this week on the street course uh, had a very good result in Long Beach. I think your first top ten uh, finish in the series. Uh, you've been racing this track. You've been on simulator for this track. Uh, what do you think? She's bumpy. She's definitely bumpy. <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, good passing opportunities? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's great. Great passing opportunities. It's it's going to be a, it's going to be a good challenge. And I think all of us as drivers want to be challenged in one way or another. Um, 
and I, I certainly think that this circuit was going to separate the men from the boys, if that makes sense, just because of the the very abrasive uh, layout, uh, the corner characteristics. It's not very forgiving. Uh, it's it's um, concrete walls and uh, n- nothing softer than that. So um, that's what's fun about it. You've just got to drive the wheels off it. The, uh, the, the the pit lane is also unusual. First dual pit lane, I think, in the sport. I assume you guys have done simulations of that. Uh, how does that look, coming out of the pit lane, uh, right into traffic on the pit straight? Honestly, I think our simulation looked a bit different to what it is like because I'm looking at it right now, and it looks a bit tighter than I, than I thought. Um, that's going to be interesting when, if there is a yellow, which there will be <laughs> now that I think about it, uh, when all 20, 20-odd cars come in at the same time, it's going to be like rush hour. Everyone's going to be trying to get out that little... Everyone's going to be funneling into that small area, and, you know, there's no traffic lights in um, in motor racing, so <laughs> we're all going to be fighting for for a piece of the pie, and it's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah, and then you come out of the pit lane, and you're, and you're in the you're in line to go into uh, the left hand or into turn one. So, yeah, it's going to be wild. Uh, last question for you is: you, uh, we, we all expect uh, a lot of action on the long main straight, uh, run, run, going into the hairpin. How 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 important uh, is is the is the turn? I think it's turn two, coming out onto that straight. It's a, it's a little you kind of kind of come up over a hill. Can you get good grip there coming onto the pit straight in the simulator? Uh, yeah, you can. Um, I think as the track evolves, it's going to become easier. I think free practice one is going to be challenging. Um, hopefully, by the time we get out there, the track would have been cleaned up a little bit um, by the other categories. But it's going to be a, a challenge, and that straight is very long. So getting a good run onto there is important, and and then it leads to a very tight left-hander. So... <laughs> It's, there's not going to be any lack of chaos here, I, I, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, we're looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fantastic Grand Prix. And uh, Marcus Armstrong, uh, good luck. Hope hope you win it. Hope you're our inaugural Detroit Grand Prix winner. Thank you very much. I hope so, too. All right, we'll take a break here. And on the other side, more live from the Detroit Grand Prix in downtown Detroit. You're on 910 AM. If you've been injured in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, the insurance companies never want to pay. Hello? Listen, David, I'm telling you, we won't pay. No, I'm looking at the case right now, and you will pay. No, we won't. I'm absolutely positive that you will pay. No. Okay, that's it. When the insurance companies say they won't pay, I will make them pay you. Get the money you deserve at GetDavidGetPaid.com. Attention! Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19. But you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you 
owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. 800-683-9499. Did you know most vitamin supplements don't even come from food? Even the products with colorful fruits and vegetables adorning the labels are seldom derived from produce. Typically, supplements are synthetic, made in a laboratory. Modern science may synthetically imitate these chemicals, but your body isn't fooled. It knows the difference, and it craves quality materials to build, repair, and fight illness. You need to consume fruits and vegetables daily in a variety of colors, as well as whole grains and other fresh food. That's why I formulated Balance of Nature. I wanted to be able to give my patients a natural alternative to the cheap, unnatural chemistry by giving them real fruits and vegetables. In fact, the only ingredients inside a balance of nature are whole fruits and vegetables. Don't settle for imitation nutrition. Reach for the good stuff, the real stuff. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order by using discount code RADIO5. The all-new 910 Superstation is your number one source for urban talk radio. If you're looking for the best in radio programming, look no further. You can now listen in on a multitude of audio platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Listen Notes, and coming soon to Amazon Music, Good Pods, and Overcast. 910 AM Superstation, the largest, strongest, 50,000-watt urban radio station in town. Welcome back into uh, 910 AM, the Superstation. Uh, we're going to uh, play a tape uh, interview with um, Scott McLaughlin here, but I think uh, Robin and I are going to hang on here for a minute. We just had the uh, Indy Next uh, winners go into a press conference right next to us, so uh, we might uh, hear from them. Uh, yeah, the, uh, what used to be called Indy Lights, this is this, just the rung just below IndyCar. These are very cool cars in their own right, and these are the young and very hungry drivers that want to find that IndyCar seat. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and, and they've, they're, they're doing two uh, uh, race, uh, races this weekend. Uh, this is their second race that they just uh, completed, and, uh, and, and by the looks of it, again, it was a, a wild uh, race. The, uh, the, the, the finishing order was very, very tight, uh, different winner. I think than yesterday. So just as just as an IndyCar, uh, it looks like Indy Next is uh, is just as crazy. It can be <laughs> a- anybody on any uh, given day. I think the pole sitter was um, uh, who's our pole sitter here? Uh, Gold, I believe, was the pole sitter. And uh, right here. yeah, and and uh, he wound up. Uh, yeah, he wound up in uh, third place. So it sounds like a, a pretty wild race. And, you know, it's interesting, Robin. Uh, you mentioned these guys, uh, these Indian X guys are, are basically the AAA ball club, uh, you know, l- looking to break into IndyCar. 
their lap times around here are just uh, they're just about four seconds off of the uh, uh, IndyCar yeah. guys. Yeah, uh, their their cornering speed is probably on top of what IndyCar is managing. It's just not quite as much power in the straight line, and they have cars that have to will react very similarly to all the different bumps and pavement changes and things that we were talking about with the other series. And it, it is a mighty challenge in something like that. And because you have uh, less horsepower, it is that much more important to uh, maximize your apex speed and keep keep the momentum up as best you can. And, you know, that poses even more challenges with all those concrete walls around. So. Yeah. Yeah, and in, in that sense, I mean, you see, you see how tight these... Um these lap times are between Indy Next and IndyCar guys, and so you can see how they they they'll just jump right into an IndyCar seat, and and do well. I mean, there's not there's not a big uh, not a big difference between these these uh, cars, so it, it is sort of a, a logical uh, step for them. It's not like they're, they're going from uh, uh, a, a very different race car into IndyCar. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's it's built to be that way, and I I think that it's a natural step. You just get a little bit more grip, a little bit more technology, and uh, a bit more power. Uh, it's a healthy amount more power, if we're honest, but you can't exploit it as much on a tighter street course like this. But the uh, the experience of uh, going to a track like this and feeling a car like this is um, going to be a big, big challenge for the NNX guys, just like it is for IndyCar. But, yeah... The, it, the Indy car, the Indy Next series, is uh, still a huge, huge departure from those Trans Am cars and those guys who don't have much downforce at all and have a lot of horsepower but not a lot of tire to work with. Well, and that's why you know it's, we we just heard in the previous segment from Marcus Armstrong, uh, European driver, sort of came up through the classic. Uh, European feeder series, Formula yeah. Three, Formula Two, uh, went went to the Ferrari uh, Academy, um, uh, looking for a Formula One ride, uh, 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 washed out there, and now came over to IndyCar, which is the second uh, most prestigious open wheel uh, series in the world. So that's sort of a logical pr- progression from him. The, the guys that fascinate me in this series are guys like Scott McLaughlin. Yeah, uh, who, Australian supercar. Yeah, we, if we have time today, we're going to hear a we're going we're going to interview uh, Scott. Th- this is a guy who literally came over here to the United States from Australian Trans Am and jumped into open wheel cars for the first time. And this guy is sitting on the front row today. Yeah, and he's he's been winning races. He's been competitive, and he caught the attention of uh, Roger Penske, of all the people to jump into any car with. You can't do better than. Team Penske. So he he he's a great great story, and he's another one of those New Zealanders you talked about. Another one of the Kiwis, and uh, it's just it's just fascinating to see uh, that kind of big transition because that's a lot more like uh, going from NASCAR to IndyCar than it is going from Indy Next to IndyCar yeah. or Formula One to IndyCar or IndyCar to Formula One. And you know we all saw how much. Uh, Jimmy Johnson struggled with that transition. Uh, now, the V8 supercars, they still run road courses, not ovals, but it's a very different animal. Yeah, the, and, and there's another guy, uh, Canapino, I believe, who also came over here from uh, sports cars 
and uh, and has, has thrived in IndyCars. So yeah, it's it's really uh, it's really fun to to see the variety of uh, the variety of uh, racer that you get uh, over here. We, we're trying to get the attention of one of the uh, Indy Next guys uh, to come over here and and uh, join the program. Uh, they just finished their uh, press press conference uh, and and uh, see if we can get one of these uh, gentlemen walking this way now. Yeah, that's great. Hey, hey, Henry Payne. Hey, Nolan. Yeah, put on a headset here and uh, and join us. Pleasure. Yep. Both yeah. you guys. Yeah. Oh, both both you guys. Yeah, great. Nathan, is it? Nolan. Nolan. Cheers. These guys, uh, these guys do not look quite as old as us, Henry. We uh, <laughs> see yeah. a slight difference in age. Yeah, well, this is what racing does to you. You guys, you guys are <laughs> yeah. going to look like yeah, this yeah, in yeah. a few years. We're both in our mid twenties. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we right. were. Yeah, we've been been young racers, and look at us now. So it's uh, Nolan Siegel. Yes. Uh, you just won this uh, race. Correct. Is that correct? And Christian Rasmussen. And I got Christian second. Rasmussen. You were you were saying congratulations uh, to to you guys. So we've been doing uh, live radio here. Um, I didn't get to see the race. Uh, tell tell us about it. You first, Nolan. You you, okay. uh, you took you, you took first place. Yeah, um, started third behind Christian and Louis, and um, you know was able to to get both of them on the start. And from then on, just kind of focused on myself. Um, you know, they were both obviously fast. They both outqualified me, so um, it wasn't easy by any means to to keep Christian and Louis behind. But um, this track is quite difficult to pass on, and I knew that. If I didn't make a mistake, I, I would likely, you know, stay ahead. So I think all of us from the start kind of ran our own races, and, you know, everyone did a good job, and, and it, it stayed in that same order. So um, that's, that's impressive. So you, read, you you led from start to finish? Or just well, after the from start? From just after the start to yeah. the finish, yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah, just after the start to the finish, yeah, which is a real accomplishment on this place. I mean, we've, we've been seeing some wild... Goings on, beginning with your all's Indy next race uh, yesterday. The first race yesterday, the first two guys uh, went out, uh, uh, spun in, uh, in the uh, in the hairpin turn. Uh, so so a little more uh, a little more conventional race today. Christian, how I mean, how did you uh, try to attack Nolan? I mean, is it is it hard to draft down the main street? It's it's super hot. Uh, I was starting outside front row um, and tried to challenge Louis into turn one. Uh, I was pretty much by him uh, when he decided to to go quite long so that led no one to get by and uh, I picked up second place which was good um, and from there on out it's so hard to do anything in these cars uh, it's hard to run close out of uh, out of the last corner out on the straight there's really only one lane down the straight uh, otherwise it's too bumpy and we can't really drive out there so, 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 so it really is hard to pop out. It is super because hard. Because the right lane is so rough. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, no, I mean, I'm super excited for Nolan, obviously. He is his first win in the series. Uh, I'm super excited for him as a friend. I'm less excited Thank for you. him as a <laughs> competitor. Uh, I'm leading the championship. Nolan's right behind me, two points behind now. Uh, we took a hit this weekend, but um, we're still in a great spot. We're still leading, and we're going to keep that momentum going into the rest of the season. Well, this year uh, it, we're really starting to see this come alive where it's becoming a very competitive championship again. And this race in particular, Henry and I were just talking about, you guys are only a few seconds a lap behind IndyCar. So how does it feel to be in a race car that is almost as quick as an IndyCar around this racetrack? 
It's it's pretty wild. It's a bumpy ride for sure. It's quite quite narrow, really tight. So um, it, it's an interesting experience, but it's a lot of fun. I think you know these these fast cars around these street circuits are definitely a handful. But um, I've had a blast all weekend. Is it? Are you getting? How much strategy is there to finding out where those bumps are, finding the ones to avoid, finding the ones that are unavoidable, and just the right way to manage those and 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 drive around it? Yeah, a lot. I think, you know, that's what the practice session is all about. And I think that's what, you know, Christian had a, had a tough time in practice not running a lot of laps. So I think it, that might have been part of my advantage for, for quality for sure. And um, I it, it takes a little bit of time, but you definitely figure it out. And um, there are definitely some bumps around here that you have to avoid. So you run over them a couple times and it's not good and then you you avoid it from then on <laughs> well this is uh we're we're, we're going to have to end the broadcast years we're we're going into the live broadcast for the uh for the indycar race but i but i'm encouraged because you've heard from the indycar guys uh this weekend this might be nashville again you know it might be a lot of chaos uh, it sounds like you guys are figuring things out you had a you had a clean second race fairly clean i think there was a few yellows uh i think I don't know. We were out front, and we don't really look at the screens while driving, so we don't really know until we go back and look <laughs> look, look the race back. Um, but for us up front, it was pretty clean, yeah. Yeah, that's great. We'll, we'll call it cleanish. Yeah, cleanish. Clean, cleanish, that's pretty good. If it's, as long as there are no reds, the yellow isn't too bad. Uh, Nolan Siegel, congratulations. Thank First, you. Uh, any next uh, uh, victory, that's fantastic. Christian Rasmussen, uh, uh, congratulations on second place. Uh, good luck to you guys uh, for the rest of the uh, the year. And, uh, Robin, that'll wrap it up for us. Uh, another great, great weekend here in Detroit. Thank you so much. Yeah, great being live at Detroit Grand Prix. Thanks, guys. Thanks Thank for you. having us.